You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This is the most dramatic podcast ever, an iHeartRadio podcast. Back with my wife, Lauren Zima, and it's wedding day. This is where we pick up. It is our wedding day, and it's time to head to the wedding site and get ready. I've just read your letter. Well, it was a card. A card. You're right. It was a card that I found in my. Do suit. you remember what it said? Or were you too on? I like, kept it. I kept everything. I've it. kept all your. I keep all of Lauren's notes. I mean, virtually all the notes. Even she leaves these little silly post its around, and I try to keep all. I probably if most of them. I keep over all of, five years. I keep all of yours too. Actually, I've never asked you this. Were you a note writer before me? Or I, is this something that, because I love to leave people notes. I like to, even like if my mom's in town, I'll write yeah. her a note and slip it under her door in the morning or something. You're more of a note writer and, and lever than I was. I am a letter writer. That's mm-hmm. something that was, I mean, not to plug it, but I wrote the book, The Perfect Letter, because it was based on my grandfather, Alfred Salinger, who kind of taught us the art of writing letters. And, and it was just impressed upon us 
at an early age, if you have to say something to somebody, write a letter, um, take the time to write something out. And it just meant the world to me. And so I've always written letters. My dad did that too. My dad wrote me letters. My brother wrote me letters growing up. I have them. My grandfather did. So they've just meant the world to me. And so I've tried to, to do that with my kids mm. for each big event and graduations. I write them long letters. You know what? You've influenced me in that way because I've become more of like yeah. a long note writer with, or lo- maybe letter, but yeah. I like the surprise element of it. Like yeah. I like to. Well, I love finding your notes around. I like and to stuff. hide them in places. Yeah. And you, I hid a few in your bag when you went to Pebble Beach ahead yeah. of the wedding week. And she, there was one in my Dob kit. And like yeah. I, and it, what's funny is I usually will text her when I get them. And I feel dumb sometimes because it's three days later and I'm like, oh, son of a gun. But she I got love me. that because it means you keep finding it. <laughs> and so we, we've left each other a lot of notes and a lot of letters that week. So do you, I'm not going to be offended. No, no. I, do you remember anything in that note or was it too sort of no, th- that day, high of a day? I remember vividly, obviously, your mom's letter, um, obviously about your dad and the cufflinks. And then I read yours and I don't remember anything specific about it right now. I have it. I have all of them. Um, Okay, I'll tell you. I'll give you the highlights. Yeah. So what I really wanted to convey with you, it was a card. And now I can't remember <laughs> the hypocrisy, what the, you know, what already came printed mm-hmm. on the card, but it was something about time and love. And so the wedding gift that I gave to you was this watch. And Chris um, wore the watch. It's this blue watch. And I just love it because, you know, he's got these blue eyes and blue just is his color. It makes it pop. Um, but I wanted to surprise you with that watch because, A, I know you love watches, but B, and this is what I wanted the card to convey, Mm -hmm. is you are my forever, um, for all time. And um, so, I don't know, I've never, um, I hate saying this because I've been married before and I don't mean to demean my first marriage, Mm -hmm. but it's just that when you, like really, I think I really, I, I would, my younger self, she didn't mean to, but she didn't fully understand and fully grasp the foreverness of marriage. I think you're young and you're excited yeah. and you you want to get it, right. but you don't really get it. You say the words. You've lived a little life yeah. and then you suddenly, and, and you've been through more struggle and you kind of understand that more. And that's why I, what I wanted to say to you in the card was, mm-hmm. I wanted the card to explain that the reason I gave you the watch was because um, my my present and my future are you and time and, <laughs> and it was it, no and it was it, that so I got back in that Omega beautiful Omega box they put them in these beautiful pine boxes and so it was sitting there and very heavy my whole very, car- yeah <laughs> can I tell can I can I lighten the mood and talk about my carry on suitcase for a minute my carry on suitcase on the way to the wedding now I will say I did encourage you to go to Pebble Beach but it meant that Chris, he's got like his golf clubs and he's leaving days earlier. So I'm at home and I had to take a lot of wedding stuff. I had to take my dress. I had to take um, a few things of yours that I'm forgetting now. Mainly it was all the jewelry. Well, because- Okay, so that was the carry-on. So in my carry-on and I checked my dress, which felt risky, but I knew I'm like, if American loses it, I'm I'm getting there on Thursday. They have till Saturday to get me the bag. I think I'm going to be okay. And I didn't want to like carry my wedding dress through an airport. Right. And that felt risky. Be that person. Like, like can you imagine? I've seen brides do it before. Yeah. If anyone has a better way about what I should have done, please tell me. I literally folded my dress and I had one checked bag entirely for my dress. But 
I've seen people like hang their wedding dress in that little closet yeah. on the plane. I'm like, that feels gross that feels, too. Yeah. You, somebody's spilling a pot you know of coffee on that. This is uh, the patriarchy. Why do we have something called ship sticks? It is a company entirely devoted to shipping your golf clubs from point A to point B. So when I get there, it is there. And like at Pebble Beach, I didn't want to carry my clubs the rest of the week. I ship sticks them back home. You know what? I'm going to look it up. I bet there's something that- I bet Ship dress. Ship, ship your wedding dress. Ship your wedding dress. I guess I could have. That felt, what's riskier? That felt riskier to me yeah. than the airline having the bag. Yeah, at least you know. Oh you yeah, brides.com, a complete guide to shipping a wedding dress. Okay, well, <laughs> should have Googled. Well, like goes, I said- There goes that billion dollar some's idea. Some's been a lot. Some's been planned and but some's you been had, we had, we had some pretty jewelry. DIY. We had jewelry. Okay, so my carry-on is so heavy because it's not one, but two of these Omega boxes. That are probably because, about 10 pounds each. Because I gifted you a watch. And then you also, you wore that on Friday night. On Saturday, you wore a different gorgeous Omega watch with, in, in a nice little nod, their signature rose gold color um, metal. Yeah, they have a patent rose gold that only Omega it's watches have. It's called like Sienna Gold or yeah, something. Yeah, and it's gorgeous. So and, you wore that watch. Yeah. It was a loner. From um, M. Robinson. M. Robinson Fine Jewelers here in Austin. Again, we wanted everything to be meaningful. And M. Robinson is our favorite local jeweler, although they also have everything online. A little shout out to them. We love them. Yeah, they, they took, they just, they made us, again, it's like Ken's Man Shop where I got my suits. Like, I love places that make you feel like family. You get there, you get some bubbly, you get a glass. It's of, that old thing of like an older generation would say, I got a guy. You got to have a guy. You got to have yeah. a doctor, a tailor, a jeweler. Anyway, so Service. M. Robinson Fine Jewelers is so wonderful here in Austin, and they loaned you this beautiful mm -hmm. watch. So I've got two watches in my carry-on. <laughs> I also have like our rings in my carry-on, both of our wedding bands, yes. which we both got both at M. Robinson. Um, they, I have a, um, I guess we can reveal it now. Yes. I have a custom design by them. It's two rows of pave diamonds on this gorgeous um, 14 carat white gold i think yeah. i could be wrong and you have this beautiful gold band yeah my i i was not sure i was going to do gold and i chose this it's a little bit would you say not rustic but it's a little bit uh i think it's distressed modern. distressed it's, it's a little distressed, distressed gold and it's it, kind of a brushed gold with a more glossy yeah so it has a texture to it it has yeah. a beautiful texture to it and one thing i can also tell you is inside what i had etched inside which was something very important to me. My grandfather, again, Alfred Salinger, who was one of the idols and uh, you know the patriarch of our family, um, his ring was a lover's knot. And as each child got married, we all had lover's knots as our rings in honor of our grandfather. And so inside this ring, I etched a lover's knot just as an, a nod to my grandfather who means so much to me. God hey. rest his soul. I don't know how they engraved it, but they did. An I know job. they did, I, and they they had to send it out to a special person who would engrave it. Who I don't know how they do that. It makes no sense to me. But the the art is so it's spot on. It's perfect. And well, again, it's something that only I will know about and you and we'll see. But it's just well, you it, just told everyone about it. I just well, I mean, but it's like <laughs> no one will see it. It's on my right. hand, but it's just it's something it's I on the I inside feel. of the ring. Yeah. So I um well now we can share. You didn't think you were gonna no be a gold guy, and I will say. I kind of knew it on this one. Yeah. And I had to let you come to the conclusion on your own. <laughs> we went ring shopping. Chris kept saying he wasn't going to pick gold. But I kept thinking in my mind, Chris is such a classic guy. 
He needs a gold wedding ring. I think the problem is you were sort of picturing that very dated gold. Yeah. You needed it a more modern gold, but you kept trying on these silver rings and what was happening? Yeah, I, I tried platinum. I tried graphite. I tried silver. I've tried, I tried everything and I, I tried to be funky. I know I'm not like a crazy funky hipster. Um, so I knew that was kind of out. I'm, I'm, I wanted to be somewhat traditional, but, and again, it's like a dress. It's like a suit. It's like anything to me when I know, I know it's like marrying you when I know, I know, and I put this ring on and I'm done. Like I'm not, I'm not one that if I walk into a house or if I'm buying a car, as soon as I see it, I don't need to try 14 more on. I'm good. I know my decision. I'm I'm pretty firm believer in my gut. And so I slipped this on and I was like, oh, damn, like she's right. I love this gold ring Thank so you. much. And everybody, because I had kind of made the announcement to the jewelers at M. Robinson as as well that I'm probably not going to get a gold. So we'll just do those later. Let's let's try this stuff. And when I put the gold on, everybody laughed at me because I, I they could tell I was just looking at it and I didn't want to love it. And I did. And so I'm so happy. And I you I, classic man, you. Yeah. And so I was excited. But then I didn't, you know, I didn't get a chance to see it again because you went and picked them up. Okay. So in my carry-on. Two Omega watches. Yeah. And I'll just go ahead and give the people the numbers because that's what's part of the intensity of this is how much money I had in my carry-on. Two Omega watches were well into the tens of thousands of dollars at this point. Yeah. The one I borrowed, I'll just say, because I did not purchase it. They loaned it to me for the wedding, was a $37,000 watch. Okay. So I didn't even realize it was that much. Wow. Okay. I was was holding on to this carry-on, everybody. (laughs) Um, So- Probably we're, we're, we're over $40,000 in watches. Add in our rings. That's taken us, you know, almost into 50 probably. Then I had in the carry-on earrings. I borrowed earrings from M. Robinson Fine Jewelers that were these gorgeous drop diamond I earrings, mean, custom it, designs by them. And those were worth $45,000. So I guess I'm not great at math. We're into the six figures. We're well into the six figures. I think I had over $100,000 worth of jewelry in my carry-on. And this wasn't like some red carpet situation where I had a security detail with me. I'm just DIY bride. You had your mom, Donna. Well, Donna (laughs) is a scary lady, but she wants to be. That's a good point. I should have felt safer. I did. I told her it was in there. And if I had to go to the bathroom, I either took the carry-on with me or I said, mom. She goes, oh, I'm not leaving it. Like, okay. I mean, she was sitting on the carry-on. Yeah. So listen, and you know, I will say airports are pretty safe. It's not like people get their carry-on stolen all the time, but I had a hundred grand of stuff in my carry-on. It was so heavy. So um, that was what I brought to Napa because you had to carry your golf clubs, pal. No, I didn't. I shipped sticks them oh back. I did God. not have them. I shipped them back because I didn't want to have them. So <laughs> we, we, we have all this. And, and so we, we exchange our letters um, I didn't want to give you mine until I wanted you to read it there. And I, I wasn't sure how to hide that or do it. So what I did is Josh and Taylor, our kids rode with me to the wedding site, which we had at this, at a private house there in Napa Valley. And you were getting ready there at the house. And so I had Taylor who came up and spent like the last hour or so with you. I said, Tay, will you take this to, to LZ? And so she brought you my letter. So you didn't which get was- it. For, you know, there's like two hours before game yeah. time is when you got my letter. Which was wonderful. And it was it was simple. It was just telling you how much I, I loved you. Yeah, and, I think and, you'd put a lot, you'd put a lot into each letter up to that day. Mm-hmm. I actually 
But that final day, I was glad you didn't like throw a ton at me in that one because yeah. I already had my makeup on. <laughs> well, I waited. So what I did was I wrote you all those letters before I went to Pebble Beach and I numbered them and, and gave you the dates so you would open them on a specific day. And okay, I've never asked you this. Honestly, did you open them one at a time on each day or did you yes. open them all at once? No, I waited. Okay. Because yeah. what, I wanted what to, she was instructed to do was wait and open the morning of each day. I wanted to experience okay. it all like that. I wasn't like a little kid on Christmas morning opening every present. Yeah. Um, I wanted to, I really wanted, and that was a big part of what we wanted to do in Napa again, time. Well, and I didn't pre-write your letter on wedding day because I I didn't want to write that days before. I wanted, because I knew I was going to be emotional. I knew I would feel things and go through things with you and your family. So I I wrote that the day before because I wanted to express us being in Napa together and, and those feelings. And so I waited to handwrite that one. I've kept all of them and I, I do plan to reread them. Because again, you're kind of, I mean, I teared up, but I was glad it wasn't a big long letter because, hey, tip out there, think about when the bride's reading it. My makeup was fully done. If I'd really sobbed, it would have been bad. So, hey, way to be, way to produce your wedding, pal. And so we produced every second of it. But I do want to go back to something really quick. Yes. I asked you if you felt nervous the day of, you said no, you felt at peace. Mm -hmm. Were you? I was nervous for it to go well. Yeah not nervous about marrying you. And I actually had a really big realization and it's it's a piece of advice I wish I could give my younger self. And it's that I don't think cold feet is a real thing. I don't think cold feet is is something that's normal. I mean, or something that should be ignored. It's a red flag. Oh, it's just cold feet. Yeah. Yeah. Cold feet is a red flag. Yeah. And I don't think the day of your wedding, you should be super stressed and feeling super anxious. Like if you don't feel like, I think what happens is people might be really stressed out and they think, oh, it's just the stress of a wedding. It's the roller coaster of emotion. It's all the planning. But the truth is, if you don't feel at peace that day, yeah. if you don't feel this is awesome. And if you don't feel like, you know what? Yeah, I have like the, I think the entire wedding planning process you should feel like, great, you're going to throw a party, but I would marry this person in my living room right, right you now. Should, the nerve should be in a good way, that you're nervous about the great things ahead and wanting things to go well, not nervous, oh my God, am I about to make the biggest mistake of my life? And as much as, as much, well, certainly not that, <laughs> no, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, But people say, oh, it's just cold feet. Yeah. Cold feet is a red flag. I agree. And I didn't, of course, I didn't feel any of that. Um, And I felt nervous but like, you know, it's also important to know, I think, and, and I'm, I, I'm not, I made this mistake before. You shouldn't get too wrapped up in the party. I felt so good about the people we had in Napa, the wine, the food, the beautiful setting. I thought, we're good to go. And I kept saying, I could spill red wine down my wedding dress right now and I wouldn't care. Um, the irony of that is that we did spill some makeup on my wedding dress. But anyway, um, I tell that story. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. You told me it was like minutes before you were. It was so funny. I and I didn't freak out. I wasn't upset, but it just almost felt like God said, "You asked." Um, I we're we're getting ready. We are about to go and walk down the aisle, and my sister goes, "Don't freak out." Like what? Look down. Down the front of my wedding dress is, I think, foundation or concealer. I have no idea how it got there. No clue. 
then it's the decision of, do we try to wipe it off? If we do, will that make it worse? Right. And luckily my mom, thank you, Donna Zima, had brought a little stain remover wipe because, hey, I didn't have a wedding planner and that is something I forgot. Right. Wedding planner probably would have remembered. That's rule number one, by the way. You should always have the stain remover. Yeah, that was bad. that was my bad. Um, But Donna just stabbed at it. We hit it with a blow dryer and it was a little bit there, but it was fine. And um, yeah, so I did spill something down the front of my wedding dress, but I didn't care. I was just happy to marry you. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S.com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. You were so calm, so cool the whole week and leading up to it. It was so chill and so relaxed because we just, it was fun. Everything about it was fun. And again, I think it's where we are at our station in life. And what I mean by that is our age and our experience and knowing what to appreciate, knowing what to care about. It's not like you said earlier about demeaning and, and, and negating your earlier relationship. You're not, and I'm not either. 
it's I was a different man. It, it's on me. I was a different human being You're a kid. than I. Yeah, I was a kid, and so I just enjoyed it. I knew exactly what I wanted out of that day, which was spend some time with my kids, spend some time with my my friends, and and of course my parents were there. And then before the hour before we got there, uh, our officiant. Our good friend Mike Levitt, who is just a very dear friend of ours, if people are wondering who officiated our wedding and why, um, Mike Levitt is his name. Uh, he's now uh, People Magazine famous, <laughs> but he is not of this world. He's not in entertainment. He uh, is in finance. Yes. The reason he was we, the unknown financier. He's not anymore. The reason we asked Mike to officiate is he is he has the biggest heart. He is in his world. He's a spoken at hundreds of events probably man um he's funny he's um he's a big lover he just and he nailed it he i mean he is our officiant cried several times yes and he so we asked him because a a he and his wife nadine the opera singer um are incredibly good friends of mine i met them uh post my divorce and they became very very close to me and and really took me in and became um counsel um, friends, caretaker. It was many, many different hats that they wore and we've taken care of each other. And then they were the first people that Lauren met. She's, they are the first first friends. Yeah. The first friends that I introduced you to, and we ended up going to Cabo with. And so, and I think that I've said this before, but that helped me fall in love with you was, it made me like you even more that when I started to meet your friends and see what kind of people you surrounded yourself with and they're wonderful. And so that was a pretty easy choice for both of us. If we had said, okay, who do you want to officiate on three, one, two, three, we both would have said Mike Levitt. Um, that was a slam dunk. And so, but I knew that I wanted to spend the hour before with Mike, uh, my dad, my brother, your brother, and my best man, my son. Um, that's who I just, we hung out down in the wine cellar you know, we weren't drinking anything. We didn't do any shots or anything like that. It wasn't drinking wine. We just chilled. We listened to a little music, had some country music on, just very, I, that's the way I like to be before a show as well. Just very chill, very calm. He has made the joke a few times that he produced our wedding and he did, I did. In, in a good way. I mean, listen, the guy's done a few weddings, put a few on TV. So he's there. Like we did a, we did do a walkthrough of the venue, even though we didn't do a rehearsal and he's there and he's like, okay, so the light at this time, let me see whose eyes it's going to be at. He's like, okay, baby, you stand on this side when we get married because I'm better at, at dealing with the sun in my eyes than you. So we'll think about that. And okay, where's Mike going to be? And how wide does this aisle need to be for the, I mean, really, really helpful. I know this because, because here's the thing. I, I know I'm a little anal retentive when it comes to that stuff. And I overproduce because I know what I want it to look like and I know how it's going to look great. And if I don't do it and then it doesn't look great, I'm like, if I had just said something, if I had just, so it's really for me and my own neuroses, if I just take care of it and produce it ahead of time. And so that's how I, that's how I spent the hour leading up to. And then uh, our wonderful assistant who's worked for me for many years, Karen came down and said, it's showtime. Lauren's ready. Let's go. I need to tell you a little bit more about the hour before for me. Okay. So, well, first of all, I was nervous, but what would you guess I was most nervous about? Hmm. Just your dress. I would think your dress. I was most nervous that you would think I looked beautiful. Really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, babe. (laughs) There's no way you weren't going to look beautiful. Well, 
but you want that moment, you know, yeah. like we did decide not to do a first look. We wanted the walk down the yeah. aisle. Oh, that was really important. That's a good note. Cause I know a lot of people do that first look and our photographer asked us if we wanted to do that. And I wanted the first look to be in front of everybody at that moment, walking down the and aisle. And that's why I was so nervous. Yeah, that was important to me. So that's so much pressure, which yeah. I'm not upset about it, but I was so worried about. No, I didn't know I put pressure on you in that. Huh? <laughs> Thanks for letting me do that because that was a me thing. I wanted, I didn't want it for, I didn't want to cheat. Well, I wanted it too, but it, but we, when you think about it, like every here's what people want from the groom: they want to see that he's emotional. But how does the groom get emotional? Dependent on how the bride looks. So I was, and maybe I'm oversimplifying that and and making it too much about the aesthetic. I guess you love me, and you would have been emotional no matter what. Yeah. But I wanted to be so beautiful for you. And I was so, look, like I said, we shop together all the time. Usually we talk about what we're going to wear before an event. An event. We're not Haley Bieber and um, Justin Bieber, who apparently don't talk about, um, she recently said, what they wear to events. But we coordinate, but you'd never seen this dress. Yeah. And you didn't know how I was going to do my hair. And I was very worried about how I was going to do my makeup that day and how it would look and how it would be me, but elevated and special. So it's that was oh. the most nervous nerve-wracking thing can i and I, I just want to cut to the chase can i talk about when i saw you so it's game time and we did a small it was a small ceremony again there's like 40 something people there and we did do a little bit of a uh you know a procession where we walked in and i you know mike walked in first and took his place i walked in second and i tried to slow myself down it went so fast i was i, I was halfway down the aisle and it was a very short aisle but you know, I still just was like, oh crap, stop, man. Look at your friends, look at everybody. So I tried to take it in. And it's funny because I'm really good at that in television hosting. And I know to slow the world down when I'm hosting, I have control over that. I lost control. I lost control of time. And I don't lose control of time when I'm hosting. I have complete control. You don't lose control of time no. ever at any moment in life. It, Sometimes I wish you would lose well, control really, of time. And I blame my job because my entire job since I was in college was TV, getting in, getting out on time, commercial breaks, hitting Live up. TV. Yeah, ins and outs. And so I've always, it's just been beat into me. And so I, I can feel I can feel 10 seconds, 30 seconds, uh, 45 seconds or a minute in my head. I can talk for exactly that amount of time and stop. And it's a beautiful gift that directors love, but I lost control of time. I just, I couldn't control it. And I, I wanted to slow everything down and I couldn't for the first time in my life. And I got to the front and I saw your mom and I saw my kids. I saw my dad, my mom. And I lost it. You weren't there yet. I'm, I start bawling. I didn't know you cried. I know. Before. Yeah. I didn't even get to the wedding. I didn't get to the wedding and I start crying. <laughs> I, I luckily I have a kerchief in my pocket and I, I start dabbing my tears and I'm like, and I'm just thinking to myself, I was really scared about my vows, getting through the vows. And I, and I thought to myself, oh, I'm dead. I didn't even see you and I'm losing it. There's no way I'm going to make it through this. So then Everybody starts scattering, so I know it's time. And the pianist starts playing the piano. And the door was open, and it was opened in a way where it reflected back up where you were standing. So for three seconds, I saw you walk across the reflection of the door. That was my first glimpse of you. And I didn't expect it because it was just a reflection. I didn't know it was coming, and it took my breath away. 
it just, I saw this glimpse of this strapless dress and then she was gone. And so it was the most beautiful, romantic. If I was a movie producer, this is what I would have produced this moment. Feel free to use this in a rom-com if you want. But I saw this three-second glimpse of you, and then you disappeared for a, you know another minute because you were getting ready. And then you came around the corner and you walked down this. It was probably, it's probably about 30 yards of a walk into this private house where we held the ceremony. And so I just got this really long glimpse of you and your brother. Your brother, John, walked you down the aisle. And I just, I, I couldn't, I, I, I couldn't breathe. I, and I couldn't fully see you though. I could kind of see the dress, but you're still pretty far away. But I saw your hair was kind of up and your veil. And it was just a very simple, clean neck, no jewelry, because you have a beautiful neck and a beautiful face. And so it accentuated your beautiful face and your jaw and your angles. And, and you just, you looked radiant. You were glowing. And it, I, I looked like you weren't even walking. It looked like you were just floating towards me. And you stopped at the top of the aisle when you came in, your brother took his seat and you stopped for a second. And that's when I could really see you because at this point, you're about 50 feet away from me and you started walking down the aisle and I just, I was, I was bawling. I lost it. I couldn't take it. You were, you were just such a vision and you looked at me, we started crying. Um, you were, I think, if I could speak for you, and, and you, then you take over. I think you also tried to slow it down and couldn't. Yes, it's so funny. Sometimes we, it, it's like you'll say something I was just about to say, which I don't know if that means we're meant for each other or we're, we're just, just starting to turn into the same person as married people say happens. But I, so my brother walked me halfway down the aisle, mm -hmm. and then I, he went and sat, and I wanted to walk the next half myself, um, in part because I'm an independent person and in part because I just really, a huge part of it was I really wanted this moment yeah. just for me and you. And I tried to take a moment and take it in and I did and yet it's still. Yeah. What's funny is you don't remember doing it. You go, God, I wish I had slowed down. And then I go, babe, you did. And you saw the video later and you go, oh, that's right. I did stop. You don't. You didn't even remember no, at I the time. No, I remember pausing. I <laughs> at think, the time, you did not remember oh, you stopped. No, I remember pausing because I remember stopping, taking yeah. a breath. And yet I still, it feels, I mean, I was stone cold sober walking yeah. down the aisle and it almost feels like you're drunk or something. It's you're, an out of body experience. Yeah, like I can't remember, this wasn't long ago. I can't remember who's, faces I saw yeah. as I walked down the aisle. I was trying, and you're trying to kind of glance at your friends and family, but I was also, I did want to just hone in on you. I was trying yeah. to just connect with you and have this moment for you and I, this moment we'd, we'd produced and built up to so much. And the moment was perfect. I mean, I was tearing up. You looked so handsome. The light was beautiful. It had been a bit of a cloudy morning. And I do think my dad was smiling down on us and making sure our day was perfect because the clouds sort of parted and the sun was like. I call them Jesus clouds. I don't know if anyone yeah. else calls them that. You know, when you have those, those kind of religious paintings and you get the rays, the beautiful rays of light. The pinks. I, and Yeah, the I call them the Jesus clouds that kind of hit the horizon. And that's what was, that broke and started shining through as we started the ceremony at this house. And you know, again, I just felt like your dad is shining down on us. And I was, 
I had the benefit, and, and, and we'll get to the Austin wedding. We manufactured and produced the Austin wedding completely different. Um, but this was very traditional. And I like the benefit of being able to stand there and I get to watch it all unfold. I get to see you walk in. I get to see everybody's faces. I'm staring at my kids. I'm staring at your mom. And everybody just, it was so emotional for everybody. And again, it was just the two of us standing up there with with our officiant, Mike. We The kids and our groomsmen and bridesmaids were sitting in the front row with family. And so we just wanted a very simple elegant look to the wedding and there wasn't a lot of pomp and circumstance that was it so i'm there you're there standing I've in front of to me you. yeah what was at that point were you nervous you know and, and she didn't do the veil over the face it was clean you know she didn't have to lift the veil and um i remember i i i kind of kissed you on the cheek and said i love you and we were both kind of shaking and i was so happy yeah I was so overjoyed. I, if I thought I felt at peace before we got married, mm -hmm. standing there looking at you, I just felt so calm. That really was when I felt like, okay, now I can take this in. Well, I always because, find comfort in, in your eyes anyway. Like I look at you and when I look at you, I'm like, okay, we're good. Yeah. Like, I know we'll always get through everything together. Um, we've already been through some trials and tribulations in our life. And so I'm like, when I look at you, I'm like, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just felt, I, I, again, I was just trying to slow the world down. I was, Mike was about to start speaking and he did, and he did a beautiful job. You're right. I, it was that we were together. That was when I felt, I'm like, okay, now we're in this together. Now we're not. Yeah. But <laughs> I wanted to look at you because it was about us, wanted to connect with you, but I also wanted to look around. Like I wanted to look at our friends. I wanted to you know, uh, look at our, our parents and family. And so that was, it was interesting. I it was just racing through my head and I didn't have those thoughts oddly in my first wedding. I, it wasn't that, it wasn't like that. I don't remember that. I guess I was just so young and scared to death. I've, you know, the world coming at me so fast, everything was so perfect in this moment. I just wanted to connect with you. And I just, I stared at you. So the vows. The, the most anticipated dare I say, the most dramatic moment of our wedding. And it's something that you and I were scared to death to do, which was write our vows. We, why were, we were so intimidated by doing this for each other. We it's funny, we both were. I think it was the hardest thing of the whole wedding. For sure. Um, because I just didn't want to let you down. That's the thing. Yeah. I didn't want to disappoint you. I didn't want them to be uneven from each other. Yeah. But like I had all the, I, yeah, I didn't want to. We didn't discuss what we were going to write. We didn't discuss. The only thing we kind of mentioned when it was all said and done was about how long are yours. And we kind of discussed the length because we wanted them to be somewhat even. But we didn't say what we were going to do, what we were going to say. And you went first. You gave your vows first. I told myself, please hear this. Don't just listen. Like, hear this. Like, try and hear the words and i failed miserably you did <laughs> yeah like i mean i heard what you said and but you know i, I but i just and I, I agree i think it's the blur thing again i honestly I we really should send each it. other our vows yeah. and read them oh we're going to yeah and and that's again what made austin so spectacularly special can't recommend getting married twice yes, enough I'm even telling if, you. listen do it on a low budget just do it because it's like you you get a rehearsal and then you get a show and you've covered it all. But so you're, you're doing your vows. You start crying. I 
think I made the joke during the vows. That audio, I didn't love that audio. Can we fix it in post? Um, Because my voice was shaky and I was crying and I was worried that you wouldn't be able to understand me or that the people in the back wouldn't be able to hear me because I wanted everyone to feel a part of it. Um, But yeah, I was crying because I don't even know if I can put a reason on why you cry. I think you're crying because of the culmination of the emotion. Um, why do you think? I cried. Well, when I was going through my vows, I, I knew. I had, I read mine two dozen times because I tried to, and I, and I don't mean this in a bad way, I was trying to desensitize myself to certain parts of it. I wanted to get through it because I, I wanted to deliver it for you in the right way. Again, host guy. I wanted to deliver it. Desensitize himself to the That's a bad vows. word. I know oh it's, it's such gosh. a negative connotation, but that's what I want. I was trying. But I wanted you to cry. I know. Well, and there was that was inevitable, but I, I, there were parts of it I knew I was going to choke on and I knew where that was. Of course, it was family, but I didn't even make it there. Like I had to pause. I, I, I don't even, I'm scared to even listen back because we videotaped it. I'm scared to listen back because I feel like I was a cat being strangled. I couldn't get words out. I had to stop. For See, I didn't think you sounded that way at all. And you did do your thing. You kind of paused and kept going back into your deep host voice yeah. and like projecting, I think, to get yourself out of yeah. that. But listen, the vows It's were- my fail safe. It's my defense mechanism. Yeah. I can always go back into that voice and bury it here in my chest so I can get through it. But I, I didn't. Was, I was ready for coming up. <laughs> yeah. Up next. Um, I The vows after the break. The vows were wonderful. I, I loved yours. I don't think either of us disappointed the other. Yeah. I knew that the main issue for me was I got to your family. And I, there was where I talk about one of the things I love about you is that you love your family and friends as fiercely as I do. And it's something that means the world to me, family and friends and being protective of them, being loyal. And, and when I got to your mom, I asked for her blessing to marry you and, and how I would have loved to have reached out to your dad. And I would have loved to have, oh God, I would have loved to have had a relationship with your dad and been able to talk to him about you and hear stories about when you were a silly little girl and, you know, just things that you get a chance to do. And, and I lament the fact that I will not have that. And so that's and what I knew I wasn't going to get through <laughs> as I just didn't again. Um, but and it, you're the first person I've ever dated. Maybe who's ever said that, but most importantly, who I've ever known has meant that. Yeah. Like I've said, oh, I wish my dad could, obviously you wish your dad could meet the people you're dating. Um, and of course I feel that way with you, but you're the first person where I know that you really mean that. And I told everybody that I was wearing your dad's cufflinks. And, and my mom did say you didn't have yeah. to wear them. She didn't know if you had a plan. And I know you, you actually planned to wear your grandfather's yeah, cufflinks. Yeah, and it worked out, again, the, just the beauty of things coming together. I had some very special cufflinks that were my grandfather's. Uh, there's an S on them for Salinger. Um, and I, I've had these and I wear them at special events. And of course, this was going to be meaningful. I wanted my grandfather to be there. So I was going to wear his cufflinks. And then I got your dad's cufflinks. And I immediately thought, this is perfect. So I wore your dad's cufflinks instead. And I gave uh, my grandfather's cufflinks to my son, Joshua. So my best man, Joshi, 
got to wear the cufflinks and I got to put him, I had your brother before the wedding, I called him over and, and John put my cufflinks on. So he, and he knew, I said, you know who these cufflinks belong to? He said, oh, these are my dad's. I've seen these a million times. And um, I love that he knew right away. And then I put my grandfather's cufflinks, it's his great grandfather, his cufflinks on, on Joshua. So it was just perfect. And so in the vows, I talked about wearing his cufflinks and what it meant to me. And that was just, you know, all of it just, and I talked about my kids um, and, and you being a part of our family and, and all of that. I, 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 I didn't we, make it through any of that stuff. Well, I, I think, you know, as nervous as we were, we both hit on the same themes, yeah. we, on family, on making each other's family our own, on um, why our relationship works, on our partnership, on the joy of it, on, um, you know, just the the blessing that it is to be together. And so, I, A, I don't, you know, A, we probably need to read them again, but B, I, I think, you know, some of that stuff we'll, we'll keep for ourselves, but it was so, um, it, it was perfect. Well, the I beauty didn't... of Austin is we got to do it again. Yes. <laughs> and that was, that was the beauty of it is that then we got to kind of really take it in, I think, better when we did it in Austin because we had kind of, yes. yeah, not so, that we made it through again, but because no. we didn't. But um, so Napa, we we said our vows. Mm-hmm. Mike was an incredible officiant, funny, and um, he included the the audience. And and I, I really, maybe everybody says this, but people did come up to us and they were like, God, we were crying. So it was, Napa was a much, Napa was very yeah. emotional. I mean, it was all of our best friends we were all crying. Um, and luckily after that, we got to go straight to the incredible Roy Estate and have a beautiful yeah. wine-filled dinner that had lots of laughs and lots of fun. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always. 
pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabel, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. So Roy Vineyard, which is where we held the uh, celebration and the dinner after, was it's something that's it's a place that's been special to me. Um, Catherine Reynolds, I've been friends with the prior owners who I met, and actually we used I think we did Roy on the show, and that's that's kind of was how I, I think it was Ari Lyon, yeah, season. Ari season. We met them, and like I, you filmed something there. Yes, we did. Yeah, we filmed at Roy, but that house burned down in the, in the fires of 2017. Yeah, and so they've rebuilt this beautiful tasting room it is magnificent and it has this huge cathedral uh architecture and this beautiful window i don't know maybe 60 foot window that looks out over the valley and over their vineyards and it's 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 a place where you and i when we went to just visit catherine a friend of ours and have some wine one day we both left and we're like this this well, is the place we need to come back here and have our celebration it was about a year ago, because yeah. it was harvest time in Napa last year, they said, we've just finished rebuilding after everything burned down in the horrible fires. It's taken years. Come see the new place. We went and it was, you know, we, I, 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 I like a little gut feeling. Mm -hmm. We didn't know where we were going to get married at this point. And um, we didn't know where we were going to, even what, by that I mean, even what city. And we kind of both looked at each other and said, this feels like a place where we yeah. should celebrate. It's, it seemed ridiculous that we hadn't thought of it already. It just felt, that's how, that's how right it felt. And as we were leaving Roy that day, a year mm -hmm. ago, a rainbow came into the sky. And then we really thought, okay, this is it. Do you believe in signs? For sure. Yes. Karma, signs, the energy. Is this something we, all... we should have discussed before yeah, getting no, married? No, I fully believe. You, I mean, I, <laughs> I've never asked you that. Yeah. We're married. Yikes. No, still, I, I, still things to learn about each other. I'm a big believer in that. And so, yeah, we walked out and, it, and again, if I told you, you know, we have the picture, maybe we'll even post it because it's, it was so perfect and ridiculous the way it arched over the exit as we were walking out. I mean, it was, you'd be like, this is dumb. This doesn't happen. This is Hollywood. Um, but it was, it was that perfect. And we were like, this is it where we yeah. are. And so that's, we had a little, like an hour or so of kind of, we had some caviar. Oh my gosh. I, listen, again, I sound like a brat, but I, I, it was our wedding weekend and I had caviar every day. And I was so happy. <laughs> well, the chef, so the chef at Roy. Chef Tom Stafford, incredible. Chef Tom, we got to give him a shout out. And he has a little Chicago tie. I think he worked at Alinea in Chicago, correct? He did. 
and he was so brilliant. And so we we had about an hour because we were taking some pictures as well, getting all the family photos, doing all that. We had this amazing. We took some pictures at Roy. Yeah, yeah we took some pictures at Roy. Went into the vineyard, and, and if you've been online on our Instagram, you've seen kind of the hero shots of us in front of the tasting room. And again, their wines are spectacular. Chef Tom is incredible, and he meticulously went through with us because we wanted this to not necessarily be a huge party. We wanted a wonderful coursed out wine tasting dinner. Wines paired with incredible food yes. for the 40 people we had. Yeah. Um, I do think a struggle at a wedding is the bigger the group, and it's, it's just hard to feed a lot of people. It's hard for the food to be really yeah. good, and we wanted some really good food. And wow, did Chef Tom deliver. It's um, one of the best meals I've ever had in my life. I'd never had a meal like this before. It was fun. The first few courses were plated. Mm-hmm. We had a burrata caprese salad. Mm. We had a short rib ravioli with a mascarpone cheese. I don't think I'll ever forget this menu. I love the food yes. so much. And then the next part was really fun. It was like self-serve it. They have a hearth there, an open fire, um, wood-burning oven kind of. And he made these incredible Texas, little Texas nod, Wagyu steaks, Grilled vegetables, salmon, quail. I mean, if you had a dietary restriction, Chef Tom was looking out for you that night. And so then that was self-serve and people kept going up for more and more meat. I've never seen- The Texas Wagyu was next level. Oh my gosh. It was just incredible. And the quail, oh man. I, I'm, and every every course had a wine with it as well. One of Roy's it, incredible yeah. wines. So the food was amazing. Um, after our little- cocktail hour where we um, had the caviar and a little jamon, a little champagne. We took some pictures. We sat down for dinner. And at the beginning of dinner, we did some toasts um, from our moms, which yeah. we were, we weren't sure if they were going to be more roasts or more toast, but I think the moms kept it emotional they and complimentary. Delivered. Both of them. Mary Listen, Beth and we Donna. we wouldn't be where we are today without a little criticism from our wonderful mothers. They were perfect. Well, the thing is, I will brag on them both. They are both brilliant women. They are both such well-spoken, thoughtful women, both so strong and independent. They obviously did a great job raising you, and I will give my mom kudos for being an amazing mom with me. And so, the, to they they imparted they each imparted wisdom in very different ways. They both had some life lessons that they dropped. And they were and, both very complimentary of us. Yeah, they were. It was beautiful. It's and, nice to get a compliment from mom. <laughs> it is. It comes around once in a blue moon on a wedding, maybe. And then the kids got up. Josh and Taylor came in and, and spoke, it. and they killed it. Oh, they, I gotta say, we didn't know about Josh, and he will say this. He actually yes. said it in his speech. Taylor, your daughter Taylor, has done theater. She's used to being on stage a little yeah. more. Josh. He opened by saying, I'm not a big public speaker, but oh my gosh, I was so overwhelmed with, he was so confident and natural and he- Landed some jokes. Oh, he crushed it. But Taylor uh, got up and she spoke as well and she was funny and thoughtful. And, you know, parents, can I talk to you for a second? So you know how you feel like every day you're screwing up your kids and you're ruining their life. That is childhood, right? I mean, every day we're like, yeah, this is going to cost us in therapy because you feel like you're just messing them up. Then there's these moments that your kids show up and they speak or they do something and you think, wow, maybe I didn't screw them up so bad. Like maybe, it's so funny just to me that maybe you think that. they're going to be okay. They're great human beings, but they, you know, we all as parents have those feelings of, man, you know, Am I just screwing them up? But they, that they the way they arrived in that moment just blew me away, and it was beautiful. And so Josh Taylor, oh, 
I can't tell you how much I love you. I can't tell you how proud I am of you. Um, but we did. We we buried the lead because before we went in to sit for dinner and the speeches, we all gathered for our first dance. And my daughter Taylor is a beautiful singer, songwriter, performer. It's not what she's majoring in. She's not a music major, but she was pretty proficient as a pianist and guitarist and as a singer uh, as a child and took voice lessons and all that. And she still just loves it. And we asked her to sing. And we asked her to sing a specific song. It's a song that was really popular. It, it still is, but it's beyond- When we started dating. Yeah, but really when we started dating, it's Beyond by Leon Bridges. And I I've, was fortunate enough to know Leon Bridges. I know Leon. He's from Fort Worth, Texas, and we did some charitable stuff together. And so, huge fan of his. And that song is obviously probably the wedding song of the decade, but Taylor sang it for us. And I think it was supposed to be our first dance, but we really didn't even no, dance because we, we we just wanted to watch Tay the whole time. Yeah. And so we were kind of standing there and swaying and, and everybody gathered around. And again, a song set the mood. We'd been in the cocktail hour mm-hmm. and then Taylor was the perfect way to kind of, you know, get everybody together a little bit. And and she had been practicing, which meant so much. And she was just perfect. You know, there, it's it's funny. And so there's the lyrics to the song. And I swear, I, I know the lyrics to this song by heart. But there was a line in there. That grandma would have loved you. Yeah, she changed that. Taylor changed it. it. It's in the lyrics. Oh, it is? It's in. I thought oh, so too. I thought she changed it because she of your it hard. grandma. I did too. So I spoke about my grandmother who, God rest her soul, lived in 99 and a half and was just this spectacular, beautiful Jewish grandmother. And it was the matriarch of our family. So much wisdom, so much beauty. The way Taylor hit that line, I thought she changed it too. I was like, I've never heard that before. I went and looked up the lyrics to Beyond. It's in there. You know what? Shout out to Tay. Knows how to deliver a line. Yeah. Got it from her dad. And so, yeah, she did. <laughs> so, but that then I lost it again. You're right. We didn't really dance as much as we just stared at our daughter in this beautiful. And again, when I tell you the picture that God painted behind her was glorious, mm-hmm. the sun was coming out. It was magic. It hour. was the type of sky that cameras are never going to capture yeah. how it really looked to the human eye. It was so. Because the clouds painted it perfect, yeah. gave it the depth, the field, and just, it was magnificent. And Taylor just, just everybody was speechless. And she was performing with this, this young woman who. Yeah. Shout out to Ellie James, this musician who um, came and, and thank you for keeping our secret. She yes. was the only, you know, sort of outside um, person there. And she played the piano um, as you walked in mm-hmm. for the ceremony. She played one by you two, um, a song that, you know, you love you too. And I, I just thought it. And the lyrics are amazing. Perfect. One love. So that was a piano version. Then um, I walked down the aisle and mm-hmm. she played on the piano, La Vie Rose. Now, I wanted to walk down to that song for many reasons. One, when you, again, when you and I were dating, uh, the movie A Star is Born was big and I was obsessed with it on Roses and Rosé, the Bachelor recap show I did. I like spoofed it a lot. I sang Shallow. I was totally into the Lady Gaga version of Lovey on Rose from that movie with her and Bradley Cooper. And then one of the, re- one of the ways I really knew I liked you was that for Halloween last that year, you hadn't even seen the movie yet. And I said, hey, I really want to be um, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga's characters from A Star Is Born, and you said, "Cool, got it. I'll look up a poster." And you came up with a costume that day, and I thought, 
you know, this guy cares. This guy wants to make me happy. It was a really early sign. We'd only been dating a few months. Effort. Effort. Put in the effort. I mean, gosh, I, I could go on about how women, women are just like, I just want to find a guy who can like talk to people. But anyway, um, so that song was meaningful for that reason. And also when I really looked up the lyrics, well, and I'll give a little shout out to look, Lovey on Rose. Rose, obviously there's some ties. Yeah. Uh, roses in your life and in mine um, and our life and what brought us together. Shout out to Roses. But the lyrics are about how when you find true love, you see life in rose, like mm-hmm. through rose-colored glasses. Life is in pink. And that is really how I feel. I really, I, I did, I'll reveal, I did say this in the vows. I said, I never knew life could be like this. And I don't want to live it any other way. And um, I really feel that way. And that really is what that song means to me. So, um, <laughs> so I'm really grateful to be your wife. And I walked down to that song. And then after you and I got married, Ellie, um, as we turned around and walked out to go take pictures, she played Beautiful Day by you too. Yes. And it was a beautiful day. It was. And, it, and then Taylor sang Beyond. And then, yeah, the, the line, I know that grandma would have loved her. And I, I could not believe that I heard that line for the first time in there. I, I, I don't know how I missed it. And it was just perfect. And I, I went and looked up the like lyrics. Maybe so like, it was meaningful that you heard it the, for the yeah, first time. There. At, it just not until me, that moment. Because I had talked about my grandmother and my vows as well. And so I, I really thought Taylor had added it. And I gave, sorry, Leon Bridges, I gave that credit to my daughter. Um, but it was it was perfectly meaningful delivered. Meaningful because yeah. you loved your grandmother so much. Yes. And, and that and, meant, meant a lot to and me. And I had Taylor talked about, that. and I, honestly, without even knowing that that was in the song, I had talked about how I wish my grandma had known you. I wish you guys had met because she would have loved you. And I I can't believe that, I can't believe that's in the song. I yeah. thought she added it too. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always. 
Pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. I have to say my little sister spoke, Christina. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, yes. She was wonderful. She is mm. a powerhouse executive and she delivers every time. She's solid and um, she was, she loves you so much. Um, she, gosh, she did everything for me. I, I didn't have a wedding planner, but I had a little sister. Um, she <laughs> remembered to go. She was the ultimate maid of honor. You know how people are like, oh, what can I help with? Whatever. Right. Just like, do because that day as a bride or a groom, I think you're frazzled. Like she was like, I got your dress. Don't worry. Like I, I picked up this. I No, I got that out of the bridal suite. She was just remembering things that day I and like kind people of people in those situations you do not have to ask no they just they are two steps ahead of you because you know your brain is frazzled and so it's nice when people are around you that's like i got you she was making sure yeah that's the ultimate sacrifice right she was putting my happiness above her own that day yeah and making sure i had fun and that probably meant um she was a little more sober as did was, your brother because yes as you were about to walk down oh. the aisle you realized <laughs> this Oops, is funny i don't Oops. have my bouquet Oops, I forgot the bouquet. Um, okay. And John, your brother has to sprint up the flight of stairs. I, know, I mean, we were running a little late because I got in the makeup down the front of my dress. Yes. Not very late, but a few. Yeah. We had to get the makeup out. So I'm a I'm starting, I'm a little bit like, okay, we're fine. We're, yeah. we're on time, but you know. You're feeling it. Um, I walked down and a massive shout out to my wonderful makeup artist and hairstylist. If you are in Austin or Denver, use Lola Beauty. This is the company, Lola Beauty. I've just found them. I just got connected with Lauren Parker, the owner who is here in Austin. And this is another fate thing. She's doing my hair and makeup. And she tells me, you know, I don't mean to sound weird, but I DM'd you like three years ago. Yeah. Asking to do your hair and makeup if you were ever in Denver or Austin because I loved Roses and Rosé. I watched your show. I'm like, stop. She's like, sorry, I was scared to tell you. I didn't know if that'd be weird. I said, no, it feels even more like fate that you're here. And she made me feel more beautiful than I've ever felt. So Lauren is amazing. I can vouch for her whole company because she works with and trains and evaluates everybody who um, is a makeup or hair artist for her. So she's incredible. So Lola Beauty- um, Literally become a friend of ours now. Yes. Uh, <laughs> she's, she's now a part of our life, whether she likes it or not. I, I told her, you're family now. Yes. Um, and so I, I bring her up because another thing I maybe forgot without my wedding planner, as I'm like going to walk down, she goes, well, who's helping you? I got ready in this house, this little guest house up these stairs. She's like, well, who's helping you down the stairs in your dress? Because my mom and sister were gone. They had to be in for the ceremony. I said, you know, Lauren, I guess you are. You're family now. Um, <laughs> thank you. She did it all. So she helped carry me 
carry my dress down these steps. But then as we're carrying my dress down, my brother comes out. He's going to meet me to walk me down the aisle. We're about to go. He's like, okay, he got the text. It's time to go from your wonderful assistant, Karen. He's like, okay, we got to go. And I said, John, I was carrying my dress. I didn't carry a bouquet down here. And my little brother runs. And I said, God, your dress shoes don't fall. Runs up the stairs, finds my bouquet. We forgot to dry it off. It had been in water. It's sopping wet. He dries it off on his brand new suit from you, my sweet little John. And just a few minutes late, we walked down the aisle. Um, I I did find out later. I, I also asked him to hold my phone, but his suit was so well fit. He said he couldn't keep two phones in the pockets. So he threw his own phone into the bushes outside and went back and got it later. <laughs> this is why you have a small intimate wedding this with just family. your best family this and friends. Family. Because when you forget crap, they're not mad at you. Um, and also they don't do any weird crap. We should talk about that in Austin. The bigger the party gets, as fun as it was, people do some weird crap. You can rely on your friends and family to not get, well, maybe not all, maybe not extended family. Your close family and friends are going to not be weird. Anyway. So we, we wrap up with an amazing dessert and we wrap up with more incredible wines. And, and it was, again, it was, this was so small and intimate. It was so easy to walk around. Everybody kind of did. Got up and walked around and visited. We were just at two tables. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was too big. Yeah, you know, it was outside on this beautiful patio at Roy. Yeah, downstairs, and it was two kind of uh, farm tables that uh, ran the length. And it was probably people twenty were, people at each. Yeah, we were. We didn't really have florals. It was yeah. candles. We had a lot of wine glasses per plate. So no, no, we had amazing florals at Austin. No, no, no big. No, florals because there was four, well, four or five wine glasses in front of everybody. Because and I we think paired we were wines. outside, and you know, I don't love when people. I wanted the setting to speak for itself. Mm-hmm. If you get the chance to go to Napa, try to go to Roy. It's beautiful. The outdoor patio is gorgeous. The views are gorgeous. You're bringing sand to the beach if you're yeah. adding flowers to harvest in Napa Valley. You, you're not going to touch those colors. So we had a gorgeous dinner yeah. and um, laughed and cried and it was everything yeah. I wanted it but, to be. We got to have the entire weekend, we got to have that quality time with the people we love the most. And that's why I wanted to do this small wedding followed by a big celebration in Austin because I wanted that time. Now, we, that being said, yes. we partied. We did. because we So we all jumped uh, in the, the shuttle and we all rode back together, by the way. It was like, we didn't do the, let's leave and there's the car and we ride off into the sunset alone. We wanted to be with these people. And that's one thing I think we've learned in our just experience in life. Everything in weddings, a lot of it is made to separate you from the people you love. And, and, the experience is so different. You're not a part of the cocktails. You're not a part, you know, you're by yourself so much. And, and Lauren and I were like, no, yeah. no, let's, you know, not not screw all the traditions, but some of them were like, no, no, we want to be a part of these Well, I didn't want to spend a million hours taking a million different pictures. Um, although you do got to make sure to take some, but it's that balance. You want time for each other yeah. and to connect and to take it in, but you also want to be with the people you love because it's a special moment where everybody you love has made the time at taking it out of their schedules. And I'm grateful to be together in one place. And so we all did. We all hopped in a shuttle. We got in the bus and we went back to the Archer Hotel. And again, one of the main reasons we chose the Archer, other than it's this quaint, beautiful little hotel with amazing rooms, the rooftop. I think it is the only rooftop bar in all of downtown Napa. And it was time for my dream to come true. Rooftop dance party. And we danced our asses off. We had late night food. I, I, my theory about a wedding, and so same as LZ, you cannot have enough food. 
just always have food for people to nibble on. So we got there and they had flatbreads. We had donut holes with, I think it was raspberry. French fries, fried chicken, sandwiches, sliders. Sliders. And again, an open bar. Because I think at this point, we're pretty wined out. Some people still drink some wine, but- at this point, it was time for maybe a cocktail, maybe even some hydration. Um, but it was time to maybe have a tequila and just settle. I into want the night. to apologize to anyone who sees our reception photos in Napa or Austin. I am so sweaty in these pictures. Yeah. I was. I have no regrets. I was dancing so, so hard. hard. And I like was wearing, your life depended on oh, it. Oh, because I'm like, this is what I came for. Yeah. Like, yes, I came to marry you. Yes, I love you. But when do you get to dance? Then like when you're at a wedding and you're with all your favorite people yeah. and we got to pick the songs, we got to pick our 80s and 90s bangers. I did not want to hear um, the shuffle slide. I did not want to hear. Right. Uh, do you remember? It, uh, no, we, it was like 80s and 90s. I sound like a radio station. 80s, 90s and today. All the hits. But it was all bangers. And um shout out to the brother-in-law, Andrew. This is how DIY and intimate the wedding was. My brother-in-law, Andrew, made the dance party playlist, director of Vibe. And um, I was in a dress by Olivia Bottega that I I love this dress. It's called the Monroe dress. Mm-hmm. You can get it. It's available. And they, by the way, Olivia Bottega for free, custom, um, does custom measurements. You send okay. them and they do it a custom fit for you. This dress mm-hmm. was so fun, sparkly, twirly little frilly little i went from an a line like well I, I guess i haven't talked about picking the dress so the dress i chose i didn't try on many i i, I saw someone the other day say they tried on 150 wedding dresses that's just that's crazy i'm like oh baby you're never gonna get that time back yeah. but um to each their own i tried on maybe 10 to 12 at a certain point i think you start to get like they all look like white dresses and yeah. you, it starts to run together but my gauge was, I just kept going back. I kept comparing everyone to this one in my mind. And it's the fit that I think works best for me after getting to wear a lot of amazing dresses on red carpets at ET, strapless, and it gave me a nice waist. And then it was a little flowy and um, I loved it. And I I did, I couldn't believe it. I did not, you didn't think you were going to cry or you, well, I guess you were trying not to cry. I didn't want or think I was going to cry in the wedding dress try-on. I'm like, no, this, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm a chill bride. And I did tear up when I put that dress on yeah. because I could instantly you see. You told me that. I remember you called me and I said, how'd it go? You go, I tried one on and I cried. Yeah, because I, I could, sudden, it was weird. Yeah. I tried it on and I could see walking down the aisle in it to you. And that was all I could That's the dream. For. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, 
Hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. So you changed into this so other dress. So then I wanted this dress. other dress to kind of be similar but different like strapless has a waist a little flowy but like sparkly and fun almost like cinderella went to the ball but then she she changed um and so it was twirly and fun but with all that sparkle it wasn't i i don't want to throw shade get this dress this is not shade i want to be clear i love this dress get this dress it wasn't the world's most breathable fabric and i am a sweaty person I am a, we've talked about this in interviews. When you and I used to do interviews, I'd get nervous because you don't sweat and I do. And the lights hit you for the interview. I'm a sweaty babe. And I was dancing so hard. I was doing so much good cardio. And so anyway, I'm really sweating all the pictures. And we tore it up. It was a great night and, and it got kind of intimate because they, the rooftop shuts down around, I don't know, 10 or 1030 anyway. So we had the place to ourselves. We, we took over the entire rooftop, had it very private, very intimate. And it was just, it, it was just wonderful because it was just our people. The kids were dancing with us, our families, yeah. our friends. If you see in some of the pictures, Harry Potter-esque glasses. <laughs> yes, my sorority sisters surprised me. They all showed up to the rooftop dance party in Harry yeah. Potter glasses. Also, another reveal, Harry Potter made it into the vows. I mentioned Harry Potter in the vows. I actually think our and officiant- And so did I, by the way. And you did. And, and Mike so did, did the officiant. Too. So do I need to reel it in? Yeah, is no, it too much? No, do you. You do you. You know what's going to be funny also is now that people know that we got married, if they saw it on Instagram, I did throw a Harry Potter Halloween party. And yes, I did throw a Halloween party at my home the week before the our week before. wedding in Austin, the week after our wedding, in, or two weeks after our wedding in Napa. Why did I do that? I don't know. I love a festivity. Anyway, I'm 
tired, but happy. And uh, so, yeah, fun, fun dance party. You, babe, you dance. I love to dance. I, I am of the age and the era where dancing was cool. Like, I wish it still in was. In the Footloose era, like where, footloose. you know, going to school in the, uh, you know, 80s and, you know, 90s and we danced when we went to dances we danced we loved it and so i still love to dance not saying i'm good at it i'm not but i still love it and i will go at it hard and enjoy it and so we danced our asses off had a blast and then it was time to shut it all down again they said it's over y'all need to go home no one wanted the night to end and i guess i don't know when it was 12 31 o'clock in the morning we all kind of started making our way back to our rooms which was a Somewhat eventful. I was of, pretty tipsy at that point, I'll tipsy. be honest. Uh, at one point... You know, when you're the bride, you're like forgetting yeah. to... I mean, I ate the meal. I loved it. I probably could have eaten more food physically, that, but I was chatting and yeah. Every bride and groom probably has that same thing of, I wish I had enjoyed the, the food. No, I enjoyed it. I just should have eaten more. <laughs> I, I That is why I love Napa's. I truly, truly enjoyed every yeah. bite and it was spectacular. So I was tipsy and... We are about to head back to our hotel room and I think we should end this podcast on this story. Yes. We're heading back. Mm-hmm. And two floors down. We are down the hall from your dear friend. Mm-hmm. And you and I are like being, I think just kind of loud as we're heading back. Yeah, to protect the innocent, we'll call him Chip. <laughs> and I had tried to grab some French fries and a fried chicken sandwich as we walked out. But at some point, the meat had fallen out of the sandwich. The chicken was gone. Yeah, she's just holding two pieces of bread and a, and a thing of lettuce. But I didn't really lettuce. realize that. So we're laughing. You're laughing at me loudly because you're like, babe, where's the meat? You're just eating bread. Well, you had given up halfway to our room oh, down yeah, the hall. You had decided your feet hurt and you gave up and you sat down on the floor in the hall and said, go on without me. I can't make it. She's, <laughs> folks, she's not dramatic or theatrical at all. So here we are. It's one o'clock in the morning she's holding two pieces of bread with lettuce in it and she's like where's the meat in here and it's now we're being kind of loud again it's one in the morning so your friendship opens a his- person no we don't know who this is a door opens oh. and i'm like oh my god we've just woken somebody up we're gonna get yelled at i feel terrible the door flies open and a gentleman walks out in his underwear in his underwear it turns out it's my best friend chip he had come out to see what the ruckus was i Mm -hmm. love how comfortable he felt at the archer hotel as if it was his own home i don't know what his plan was i don't know if he had a plan at all why he what was he going to accomplish if it wasn't us because he didn't know (laughs) he couldn't see us through the people he didn't know who was out in the hall i love his confidence he just walked out in his underwear to like confront whatever was going on so we're already laughing because chips come out in his underwear and i should reveal that i did have people wear I had sort of um, themes, aesthetics for each night. Yes. Friday night in Napa was, I called it Hamptons chic. I wanted everybody in creams, blues. They were actually matching of La Coya and the aesthetic. I like to have a thing to dress for. I don't know if everybody did, but I like to have a thing to dress for. So I told them that on our website, I said, dress like you are the TikTok trend of coastal grandmother. Dress as if you are in a Nancy Myers movie. Dress as if you are Gwyneth Paltrow in court. Elevated neutrals with pops of blue. Saturday night, I said, it's harvest in Napa. Dress in the fall colors, bronzes and greens in fall. Chip was so on theme that on Saturday night, he wore boxers with pumpkin pie 
pieces on them in a pattern. Pumpkin pie underwear. So this man is not only in this hotel hallway in his underwear, but his underwear are covered in, it is a pattern of pumpkin pie. And Harvest. We get Lauren to her feet. But then. We realize as we start walking away, Chip has locked himself out of his room. He's standing in the hall in his underwear. We're walking off to a room and he realizes, oh crap. The door had closed. Because where are you going to put the key? You have no pockets. He walked out, again, zero plan from this man. And he's standing there in the hallway and we start to leave him. And you say. Well, you were going to leave your best friend. I mean, I guess you're thinking it's my wedding night. Every man for himself. It's my (laughs) wedding night. I'm getting my girl to the room. And I'm, I'm like, you can use your imagination. Why? And Chip, we're you're on your own, We're leaving your best friend locked out of his room because his wife was asleep, locked out of his room in the hallway in his underwear. And you know why he's my best friend? He understood. <laughs> he said, you go. You go, buddy. It's your wedding night. I am not going to slow your oh. roll as I'm standing here in my pumpkin pie underwear. Okay. And that is how our wedding night ended. Well, that's not how it ended, but okay. that's how we got so to the room. that was Napa. Napa was beautiful and perfect. Um the only other thing, and we don't even need to get into it because everybody was kind of hungover and exhausted in the best way. We did a little morning after brunch um, at the Archer Hotel. I love the debrief the morning after. It's so fun to yeah. relive everything. And you know what? It's been really fun to relive Napa on this podcast. It, but it's it was only everything we ever wanted. It was everything I ever dreamed of, everything you and I ever dreamed of. Everything, again, I use this word a lot. Everything was so intentional between us. We had planned it to a T, produced it, if you will, being the TV people we are, and it came off beautifully. I couldn't feel more grateful, blessed, not just that I had the perfect wedding, but that I got to marry you. Well, you know, the beauty, I think, of that wedding had a lot to do with, yes, we're in Napa and the wine and the food and the people and all that, but we talk about this a lot, seasons of life. And we are in a blessed season in our life where everybody's healthy, which is huge. Everybody's happy. Everybody's good. Um, and when you are in this a season, the seasons change. This will not last. Bad things and ch- things are going to change. That's inevitable. Life is inevitable. It comes at you. So to embrace all of this happening, our, our wedding and our marriage coming together in a great season, um, that was beautiful and and it was not lost on us and it made us even more emotional to respect that and enjoy it because it's fleeting and, and it won't always be that way. So we will always have that memory. I feel so lucky. We got everything we wanted and I feel luckiest to have you. Um, and the thing is, as much as we've loved reliving this, um, it's only just begun because we haven't even gotten to Austin and um, Austin was a lot more spicy, yes. a lot more ragey and a lot more dramatic. So we will get into it all. Wedding number two. You won't believe who stood side by side at our party at the house. Oh, we'll save that for the next one. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the most dramatic pod ever and make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. I'll talk to you next time. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu.
Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.